Does the channel provide value? Focus on the foundation. I am a travel vlogger. It's always about communication. Build those partnerships. What are the problems that you solve for your clients? Just being ahead on the technological side of things. Leading an organization. You not only want to survive, but you want to thrive. They said it wouldn't last, and they said that you can't drive profitable and incremental revenue through the affiliate channel. But here we are, 20 years later, and the affiliate channel is alive and kicking and generating profitable revenue for thousands of retailers across the globe. Hi, I am Jamie Birch, your host of the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast, where we talk to some of the industry's best and brightest about their careers, about leadership, and about how to drive profitable revenue through the affiliate channel. Hey, Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast listeners. This is Jamie Birch here, your host of the Profitable Performance Marketing Podcast and founder and CEO of JEB Commerce, your award-winning affiliate management agency. So here is another solo episode coming to you. Just me today wanted to talk about key performance indicators and your affiliate program. I was having a conversation with a client uh, earlier this week, and they were going over their KPIs for all their digital channels and wanted to know what ours are and how we come up with them. So I thought, why not turn this into a podcast so y'all can uh, learn a little bit and take what uh, from it what you, what you can and maybe implement some things. Um, would love to hear what you think of the, the episode uh, at the end. So let's just kind of dive right in. What is a key performance indicator or a KPI? So essentially, these are individual quantifiable metrics that are easy to identify, monitor, and manipulate. And we're going to go over a couple examples of those here shortly. But basically, these are things you can look at that are quantifiable as opposed to qualifiable. These are numbers of things. They're always numbers, percentages. Uh, they are the inputs that you can track and measure that will show you and answer the question beforehand, will I reach my goal? So if your goal is a million dollars in revenue per month or $10,000 of revenue per month in your channel or a thousand uh, new customers per month in the affiliate channel, while you're going through that month, how do you know you're on the right track? How do you know you're going to get there? The thing with sales, things with direct response marketing, the thing with any activity, any project you take on is there is usually a deferred result, right? So you're doing things now to hit the result later. So these KPIs can keep you on task every single day or, or week or month or, or minute, if you like, uh, but they keep you on task. So you can say, hey, how am I doing? Here's my goal. Do I think, do these KPIs show me that I'm going to get there? And that's why we use them in sales uh, with our sales team. They're very, very important because sales cycle of new agency clients can sometimes be anywhere from 30 days to 18 months. And so we need to know, are we doing the right things for any program? Are we doing the right things? All our uh, indicators showing that we're going to achieve our clients' goals. Because you see, we treasure what we measure. And I can hear my dad's voice that said that all the time. 
Uh, we are that family that talked business from a very early age, management, leadership, all of that. We watched my father go through uh, different leadership positions at some pretty incredible companies across the country. Uh, and so I can hear my dad saying that, as I say, we treasure what we measure, but we do treasure what we measure. So we need to make sure that we're measuring and monitoring the metrics that actually will help us achieve our goals and our company goals. So you can measure a lot of things and you're going to end up treasuring those things that you can measure. And it's one of the problems with uh, KPIs is sometimes you need to be looking at things more holistically, but you're looking at an individual KPI because it's easy to get that data from. You can see that data, but we'll talk about that at another time. So KPIs are individual quantifiable metrics that are easy to identify, monitor, and manipulate. Those are keys. They're not a KPI if you can't figure out how many of the things there are. They're not a KPI if you can't easily get that data. If you have to spend three weeks finding that individual KPI, that's not going to help you at all. So they have to be quantifiable. They're a number. They're a percentage, a growth rate, things like that, and easy to manipulate. A key performance indicator isn't helpful if you can't do anything about it. Why we do this is because it's going to help us identify if we're going to reach our goal, keep us on task, a higher likelihood of you attaining your goals if you use KPIs. So let's talk about some pretty basic common KPIs. The big one is like revenue. So you can look at revenue by day, revenue compared to your forecast, month to date. One of the things that we look at is uh, we forecast every week. So we look at the forecasted amount compared to what we actually have compared to that run rate. So the run rate for us is uh, right now I'm recording this on the 6th of August. So we have five full days in August. So we will take that average and this is a really simple calculation for the statisticians out there and the business intelligence folks there are a lot of problems with this formula, but this is a very simple, easy way to do it. We take that five day, get the average, multiply that by the number of days in the month, compare that to the forecast and then go, hmm, how is that working? Are we getting to our goal? So you can use top line revenue. You can use it in a bunch of different ways. Uh, those are two ways. Uh, we just look at the top line revenue and we look at what we forecasted for uh, the channel for that client per month. You can look at new customer percentages or new customer absolute numbers. So again, you want to make sure that this KPI is easily identifiable and you can manipulate it. So when I say manipulate, I don't mean sometimes that gets a bad rap. You think of relationships, manipulating people that you just want to be able to affect and impact that number. If you don't have any tools or you can't impact that number at all, it's more of a lagging indicator than a performance indicator. And the lagging indicator is basically how did you do as opposed to how will you do? And those are what you want for your KPIs. How will you do? You can look at conversion rate and average order size. So are those things going to lead into profitable or me hitting my goal? Number of sales producing affiliates. So now we're getting into some publisher metrics. How many affiliates are producing revenue? How many affiliates do you need to produce revenue? And how do those two line up? So do you have the right amount of sales producing affiliates 
to get there. How many, uh, what number of non-coupon or non-loyalty publishers do you have? So depending on your goal, that may be a really big thing. Your goal may be to diversify your sales, grow, maybe get up to 100,000, 200,000 in sales, but lower the percentage of from a certain type of affiliate. These are the most common that we hear. Percentage of returning customers and margin percentage on your average order. So maybe your goal is margin and profitability. And those are good goals. So you may want to be looking at your margin, your average order margin, or your margin for the channel as a whole every single day, extrapolate that for the month or the quarter and see where you're at. So those are like how the program is performing. Now, what I want to talk to you about and what I get excited about is the KPIs of your work the input that goes into it. Think of the ingredients that goes into sausage and that gets made. So how much sausage we make, how much of those ingredients are we putting in? Things like manpower, uh, ingredients, electric, uh, utilities, things like that, for example. But here it's like the work that you're doing. What work are you doing that go in? So take a moment, think about your inputs as an affiliate manager. Or if you're a C-level executive or a director and you're managing an affiliate manager, what are their inputs that you want to hold them accountable to? So take a moment, think about what those could be. Okay, I gave you a moment. Here are a couple for me. And we actually, at JEB Commerce, we use a scorecard. So we look at these inputs and we measure them and we rate them. Are you enjoying the show this far? We cover so many different strategies and stories on this podcast. Sometimes, you know, it can be difficult to keep up. We totally get it. It's just hard to distill all these great tips into a strategy to grow your affiliate program. Well, that's why my team and I compiled a checklist, our accelerator checklist, just for our listeners. And it goes over 18 different areas of affiliate marketing success. You can use our accelerator checklist to see where you stand for the future and how likely you are to accelerate and grow your program. And you can get that checklist at jbcommerce.com accelerator. In this checklist, we go over publisher gap analysis, partnership efforts, your promotions and the strategies you have for that, optimization tactics and really what you're doing and so much more. And you get a key to help you identify your areas of growth. And I want you, our listeners, to be able to access this resource 100% for free simply for being a listener of this podcast. So you can start using this checklist by going to jebcommerce.com slash accelerator today. That is jebcommerce.com slash accelerator and download that checklist now. Now back to our show. So in our scorecard for affiliate managers, we want to evaluate the revenue producing activities versus the non-revenue producing. So think if you're thinking about what do you do that go into producing revenue or into achieving your goal, maybe it's leads, maybe it's a different type of goal that you have. So when I think of that, I think of how many calls have I had with affiliates? And yes, I said phone calls. How many calls have I had? How many new affiliates have I reached out to? How many outreach emails? How many uh, Facebook messages have I sent? How many LinkedIn outreaches? How many phone calls to brand new affiliates? How many new affiliates have I identified to go into that list? How many placements have I negotiated this month? Uh, those types of things are really, really important. How many exclusive coupons maybe is a, a key metric of yours? And generally, how many interactions have I had with affiliates? So think about... What are the things 
that you do as an affiliate manager, or if you are, again, a C-level manager or anything, you know, you're managing your affiliate team, what are the things that you want them to measure that they can measure that will produce results? And the idea here is if, if we're measuring it, we're treasuring it, we're going to uh, naturally, we're going to want to achieve that goal. So what are the right things that we want to measure that go into affiliate management that will lead to sales going out? So maybe it's uh, updated creative, updated text links. And it, those are easy to manage. But remember, when you're thinking about these, they're individual quantifiable metrics that are easy to identify, monitor and manipulate. So a good tip right now for you this week is to go back and look at your task list. What are the things that are done? And what are the things that led to sales and will lead to sales? And then look at the things that aren't revenue producing activities or aren't helpful to get to your goal. You may want to measure those as well, because you know, if you do more of those, then you will lead, it will lead to less sales. So two kind of sets of KPIs we talk about today, the common ones, the revenue, all those things, even revenue can be a lagging indicator, but at least you'll know before the month ahead and you can forecast, you can trend that out. And then there are the inputs that we put into it. Uh, and again, it can be conversations you've had with affiliates, emails you've sent out, and we measure and track that. Could be phone calls you have with affiliates, placements you've negotiated, new affiliates that are active, new approvals, like new applications you've approved to the program, total applications that have come through the program, and maybe some marketing you've done of the program. Maybe you can track co-marketing opportunities with other affiliate managers that you've met along your path and you're marketing uh, to their affiliates and their marketing towards your affiliates. So think about the, the work that you do as an affiliate manager and what are those things that lead to you or your client or your company achieving your goal. And those are your KPIs that you want to, to measure. So that's pretty much it, but you know, how do, we, how do we use those things? So we use a scorecard and it gives positive points for the KPIs that generate revenue, negative points for the ones that detract from revenue, uh, busy work, uh, things like that. So we use it that way and we use it every week. So we measure against our KPIs on a weekly basis. Uh, we measure the points on the scorecard on a daily basis. And then once a quarter, twice a year, maybe, we look at those KPIs and we say, how did it work? Did I measure? Did I track my KPIs? If not, well, then maybe I need to spend another month really focusing on tracking those so I can see how they work. If I did, well, how did that work? How was the performance in the end uh, for the affiliate program? How did it work? If it worked great, we're just going to keep going. But then we look and say, well, what did these KPIs tell us? Then what didn't they tell us? Do I need to keep that KPI or can I get rid of that KPI? Or do I need to discover a new KPI that doesn't work? Then we figure out what those new KPIs are, existing KPIs, optimized, adjusted KPIs. And we move forward into the next one and we measure, we see if those work. If those worked, then we're going to go and do the new KPIs, measure that for a period of time and do the same process. So we do, we measure, we adjust, and then we do, and we keep repeating that continuous improvement cycle. So that's how we use the KPIs. 
Uh, I hope that this was helpful to you. We use these all the time. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at gethelp at jebcommerce.com. You can also put time on my calendar at calendly.com slash Jamie Birch. And I will help you uh, figure out the KPIs and what you need to do to make sure you will achieve your goals in affiliate marketing. Well, I thank you for listening to this episode. If you found this helpful, please feel free to share this on social media, send it to a friend who you think would benefit from it. Maybe you can send this to, to your staff and let them know that they can reach out to me for help. I'd love to help them. But if you found it really useful, please go to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever podcast app that you use and leave us a five-star review. I hope you have a great day and I hope this helps you manage your program more effectively. <music>